Time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the brothers of Discussion. Yeah. Mike, how are you today on this beautiful Saturday morning? I am doing great. And I just that... realized that um, wrestlers don't usually strap on their boots, they lace them up. They're not Velcro? I don't think so. I think those, those big ropey um lines are actually laces so 30 episodes into brothers of discussion we learned that we should change the intro maybe um I like strap on your boots yeah it's, it's your boot straps it's like that's a thing yeah totally you can tell we've been in the game anyway this is a fun way to start the episode <laughs> Um, Question of the credibility, for, right off the bat. All right, all Matt, things, where can you find everything, Brothers of Discussion? Go to bodpodcast.com. That is bodpodcast.com. You're going to find links to the Facebook, the Twitter, all of our blogging, uh, the weekly takes on uh, what is the best thing in programming of uh, the WWE right now, which is <laughs> NXT. Uh, you'll find all my whining. Uh, this week there is um, the... Analysis of the NBCU possibly being Ooh, embarrassed yes. by their own product. Um, so we'll, we'll I go over the discussion of whether or not is that a sales tactic by Fox or is this more of a warning by Fox? Uh, all that, uh, much more, all at bodpodcast.com. If you want to go direct to Twitter and Facebook, it's at bodpodcast for both. Uh, you can find it uh, even in Facebook. I know, such a huge controversy here on BOD Podcast. Um, but you can search at BOD Podcast and have the Facebook page come up. Easy way to talk to us is on Twitter. Go ahead, give us a follow. Uh, you'll find us uh, chit-chatting with everybody Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, uh, including this week our brand-new friend of the show, Nikki Cross. Woo! Nikki Cross, welcome. We uh, we love you. That was a wonderful uh, performance. Uh, probably one of the most exciting things I've seen in a long time uh, on on <laughs> pro wrestling. Uh, any of the programming from WWE. That was that was a lot of fun watching that. Um, you, you know, you still don't really know what's going on in Nikki Cross's head, but we'll we'll get into that later. Um, Mike, as you said, what have we learned? Uh, it is our 30th episode. Yeah. Uh, so if you've, if you've been a member of the faction uh, for all 30 episodes, which I don't think, I don't think anybody has been. Uh, but if you've been listening and we just haven't acknowledged you're a member of the faction, thank you so much. Um, what we'd like to hear from everybody, uh, if you want to send us a Facebook message, uh, tweet at us, or just go ahead and... Go to the bodpodcast.com and go to the comments section. It'll show up in my email if you send us a message. Ooh, but, we, love, uh, we love leaving Matt a fresh email to read. Yeah, I never get emails. Let's see those fresh emails. Send some hot pics, you know? Yeah, let us know um, what you've learned in these last 30 weeks. Let's uh, see some candid pictures of you reading a, 
A fresh review of NXT episode 451. What are you wearing when you read NXT reviews? What are you reading when Matt's hot takes on the hot news from WWE come out? What are you wearing? We want to see it. Or what are you not wearing? Because I know I don't wear anything when I write my articles. Because I like to pretend I'm in a minutes away from a three-way between myself King Ricochet and the Velveteen Dream. That's called dead well, air. So, yeah. <laughs> so Mike, what what if uh, I'm going to ask you first? This is my hot tag question that I set you up with about ten minutes ago. Yes. Um, what ask have you it again. About, what have you learned about pro wrestling, uh, the WWE, and yourself? So you're essentially now that we've taken. I wouldn't say we're really looking at it from a different lens. I think all we're doing is producing a show that gives us an outlet for for what we see in pro wrestling. Um, but from from that, I, I think it's still possible that we could have un- uncovered something else that maybe we hadn't thought about before. So for you, what, what have you learned uh, about pro wrestling, the WWE, and, 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 and what I ask... What have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about yourself as a as a fan of pro wrestling? Um, however, if you want to tackle all three of those, if you want to pause in between each one, if it, it's all the same answer, go for um, it. What have I learned? Um, I would say off the bat, based on the pre-show notes, you know, you and I went over. Um, I would say probably probably less is more. Um, when we go when we go out to you know figure out what we want to cover in the uh, audio recordings, what we want to write about, um, I know you're you're jealous now of how I get to do the NXT articles, and yeah. it's because it's it's the best produced show that they have, um, and it's only an hour, barely an hour long, you know after they throw in all the commercials. Um, you know they do promos and teasers. You only you only really get about three, maybe about three wrestling matches. Yeah, um, and I, I I watch it. I, so I start it like a half hour later. So then I even skip the entrances, so I can get through that whole thing before it's even nine o'clock. <laughs> it, like uh, uh, you know Monday Night Raw this week. You know in in the past couple weeks we've seen weird segments with um, uh, you know. Little people portraying Daniel Bryan. We saw unfunny, you know, spots with um, Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley on Raw. Um, this week we had a, you know, there's a barbecue holiday. You know, it's it, it was Memorial Day. Um, I guess we don't. <laughs> John Cena's shooting movies, so we don't really acknowledge that. Uh, we just have a barbecue instead with the B team. Um, so you know, they're 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 really stretching for content. Um, yeah. To fill out that three-hour program, and then you know, smack down the two-hour program. Um, and NXT is a manageable, you know, barely sixty minutes out of your week. Um, so I guess I guess what I've really learned is the more we've been doing this, like how excited I am to talk about NXT, and how just exhausting it is to talk about Raw and SmackDown because it's so much. Um, and it's not that there's, you know, a lack of you know, good segments, but it, you you got to slog through an entire you know three hour show every week. Um, yeah. You know, when you think about you know all the different 
entertainment mediums, um, entertainment choices you have. You want to watch wrestling, but you know, if you gotta if you gotta pick something, you know, that's manageable every week to kind of you know get get your fix, you know, and then move on with your life. Investing time into Raw every week is is tough to do, because um, you got to sit through barbecue segments to get to you know like a women's gauntlet match and you know the you know this week that women's gauntlet match it I know what they're trying to do they're trying to you know look at the recent history of you know the men's match they did that elevated Seth Rollins and it kind of got him on this big hot streak that he's been on like now. Yeah. Um, and that's because those matches were long. It took up like two thirds of Raw, um, so it actually made it feel like the stakes meant something. And then you know they tried to do that for the women, and they did make it the main event. Um, you know, it was the final opportunity to get a Money in the Bank slot. But what, what was that? Seven seven women uh, battling in the in the gauntlet match, and it, yeah, it took roughly it. twenty minutes. Yeah. So it. It felt rushed. It it wasn't as good as the men, and it's it doesn't matter that it's you know the last thing on the card. You know it has to be given the time to you know kind of get that slow burn. You know instead of just having quick finishes like like this one did. So, um, it's something that you know I I could almost see if NXT was going to do something similar to that. They just say screw it, we're going to make this the whole episode. Um. You know, and if you don't cheat ahead and you don't read the descriptions or fast forward, you could just be sitting there going, "Man, how much longer is this gonna go? Oh my god, it's gonna be the whole program." <laughs> um, It'd be fun if they did that, but had like promos for other matches, and they sold yeah. it as like, "Well, I just we had other matches coming tonight, and they'll just have to wait till next week." That would actually be a really smart way to book it, I think. Yeah. Um, I think that. I think they actually have done that before. There was a title match. Um, I I couldn't I couldn't begin to tell you who it was though. Um, no, where they just they just yeah. kind of stretched it out for almost the whole duration. Um, but I, I guess yeah. what did I what did I learn about myself? Um, hmm. Let me put a let me put a pin in that one. Uh, okay. Yeah. Matt, you wanna you wanna say what you've you've kind of yeah, uh, learned I, about I, wrestling so far i'd say i could i could pretty much like say the same like i everything you've said is is so true um i i just i, I think it's i think it's been a long time that we've been saying too like when, when are these shows going to be cut back because then then they just start putting their own foot in their mouth when it comes to yeah, like, you have to add segments, so then you get something where Nia Jax, now she's a bully, um, compared, you know, to what she was in her WrestleMania promos, uh, where she was, you know, the victim of bullying. And it's just, it, it's, they have to make these choices because these shows are so damn long. And it, it's, it's, you know, like, I, I sit there and I say, you need to be more creative, you know, you need to do something different, uh, it needs to be fresh, it needs to be new, uh and then you know then you gotta you gotta look at it realistically and it's like if they had if they did something new every single week every single feud every single promo i mean it would just be like they have it it sucks to say but it is one of the few shows that is on 50 weeks of the year 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just uh, I'm playing devil's advocate because when it's all said and done, I still want this show to be better, and it should be better. Um, but a, a lot of what I've learned uh, has been over the last couple months because I think I think if you go through our our list of articles on bodpodcast.com, um, the first couple months are a lot of like patting WWE on the back. What a great job they're doing. And like, oh my gosh, we're making changes. And then the last couple months have been, oh my God, I fell for it again. So <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, if that, if that's, if that's what I learned about the WWE that they're, you know, they're up to their old tricks or I, 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 I fell for it again. You know, like maybe that's what I need to learn is that I need to pump the brakes on, on when I'm when I'm trying to analyze this stuff because I I get so excited when it's going to be you know you've got Asuka and Shinsuke making it to the to the main event um, you know in their respective divisions for for WrestleMania, but I don't know if I'm going to go back and watch that AJ Styles and Shinsuke match and maybe what we're seeing now wouldn't be as embarrassing 20 years ago. But it'd be nice for them to take, <laughs> you know, like let's what what's gonna not be embarrassing in ten years, and then we'll do that now. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just I want better creative, uh, and I I preach for that now in every article. Oh, that's what I've learned about myself. I whine about everything, even when I'm writing an article about what my favorite thing is in the WWE. <laughs> See Dolph Ziggler and um, Drew McIntyre right now. I I love what they're doing there. But then, what did I complain about to you before we started the show? Those two guys. They, yeah. <laughs> no, they're not on Hulu. What the hell? That is such... Like, that is... I, I think right now that's one of their best storylines they have going for them. And then if somebody like me... I go back and watch the episodes on Hulu so that I can write my articles. I can't even watch that. Because they don't put it on Hulu. Hmm. Like, that's one of the things they don't have to be embarrassed about. And for whatever reason, Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn are there every week. That's one of their marquee things on Hulu. Ugh. you got to make sure you get caught up with Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley. But then you've just got two guys that are, you know, going through the roster like a buzzsaw. Yeah. And they're not even going through, like, uh, uh, what's the jobber talent or what's the... Enhancement. Yeah, enhancement talent. They're not even going through that. They're taking out Chad Gable, and they're doing it in a cocky way. Like, Chad Gable got his shots in, but, you know, they're, they're really... Like, the story is we're going to destroy the whole roster, and that's what they're doing, and that's fun. You know, like, Elias will say that, and then he'll lose a bunch of matches. <laughs> or Bray Wyatt will say that, and he'll never win a pay-per-view match. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to McIntyre's future. Um, I'm still thinking about, you know, in WWE, the one thing they they're they're still really good at is planting those seeds. Yeah. I'm still thinking about when McIntyre and um, just gave the tease, just the tease, just a nibble, you know, that he and Braun Strowman are someday gonna be, you know, two balls crashing into each other. Um, yeah. You know, they that was purposefully genius. protected that from happening because it, it's going to be a huge event when it does happen. Um, so. Yeah, like, I and, and I don't know who's who, if there is anybody out there, feel free to go to bodpodcast.com if you disagree and you think this, this is dumb, but 
I've been covering it on a weekly basis because I think it's I think it's one of the best things that they have going for them right now. I don't. Know. Well, I mean, I will say it. It's it's not an enviable task to be a weekly writer on Monday Night Raw because um, you don't you don't have any time to let storylines really marinate like you have to like keep it going every single week so like for Nia Jax to uh, I, don't, I still we, we still don't know how this how they came to this conclusion that the biggest woman on the division um, would be the babyface underdog but for her to have to transition <laughs> from that and then suddenly just tell Ronda Rousey hey you know I was uh, thinking about feuding with you for a few weeks how about that um, and then turning her into a bully. Um, I mean, you know, uh, injuries happen. Uh, huge contracts from Fox happen. You gotta, you gotta rush out the money, people. Sometimes, um, it's uh, it's a lot of responsibility. Um, it's 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 tough to do. It's you gotta you gotta you gotta keep chugging this along. You gotta juggle, you know, forty or fifty people's careers every week. You know, give some people TV times. You know, tell some people to take a step back. Um, you know, uh, keep somebody like Kevin Owens. You know, in the in the in the limelight, even though he doesn't have any gold. Um, you know, got to give him segments and got to try and juggle new guys. I, I there's some tough decisions that have to be made. Uh, one decision <laughs> that I'm still trying to figure out is what the hell happened to Sanity. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got drafted to SmackDown. I, I don't think we've even seen their a tease that they're coming back. Um, I, I don't know if there's injuries behind that. I haven't seen anything on the dirt sheets. Um, I don't know if they yeah, made somebody um, mad. Is it that you know Vince just realized? Yeah, yeah. Call up Sanity. That's fine. Fine. Wait, 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 wait. Eric Young? No, 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 no. Keep him off <laughs> my TV. Off my TV. Damn it. Um. I don't know. It's up in the air. We're not. We're not getting any information on that. <laughs> um, I feel like all these points again. Just kind of. It's just a rehash of make these shows shorter. Um, like yeah. now, now when Undisputed Era comes out, you know we we didn't really see them fight this week. We didn't really have a real segment from them. So now it's just kind of you get that. Ooh, I can't wait to see them come back. You know. Yeah. Um, I. I. That, that's kind of funny. Like that. Can't imagine. <laughs> this group is doing so freaking good. Like they're all over Twitter. Uh, that's that's. I mean, that's what everybody wants to talk about is the undisputed era. And now they're holding them off TV because they know that they're like the marquee matchup. Whatever they're doing, they're not right. Like they're not staying in NXT that for another year. I. I Unless they love it, like unless they're they're thinking to themselves, "Wow, this is, this is yeah." They don't want to turn out like Finn Balor or Neville <laughs> yeah. or Tyler Breeze or Sanity. Uh, they want <laughs> they like being cool. Um, I mean, like as far as talking about that unenviable unenvi- task, um, like NXT arguably had their biggest stars not compete. Um. And it was still, you know, a, a mega entertaining episode of the show. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I, 
that's what I've learned. Like I know, I know we you know complain about the writing sometimes when you you know look at our Sami Zayn and Bobby Lashley segment, uh, yeah. but it's it's really tough to keep doing this every week. So, I mean, you know. I like uh, what's funny is I'm such a hypocrite because I I want I, I sit at home. I, I I'm not working right now. I'm trying to find a job, and uh, all I have to do is sit there and I could just keep typing out articles. And instead, I got one done this week. So, like, <laughs> it's a long one, but I can't even think of other things to write about, like, unless breaking news comes out like it did this week, where it was kind of just handed to me. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, like, I, I recognize it is it is very difficult to, like, write. Yeah, like, our favorite shows are, you know, like, historically, like, Breaking Bad, you know, Mad Men. Uh, I'm really into Westworld right now. And uh, last Ooh, I checked, maybe. they don't do... I don't do... know why. They don't do three. <laughs> they don't do three-hour episodes. <laughs> they do one hour, right? Yeah. That's about the attention span you have. That's what it deserves. And then you just kind of, you know, reasonably touch on things, you know, within sixty minutes. And then the next week, you know, you touch on maybe things you didn't quite have time for. You don't try and include every single possible character in detail, and you know, in three hours, and then. Well, you know, they might be getting tired, so let's let's throw in a bit where, you know, John Ham eat goes to a pie eating contest or something. I I don't know. Well, which would have been a great episode of Mad Men, but um you know, it's something that's uh you really have to do. Um you know, trying to shoot an episode of Monday Night Raw. So I think that's that's one thing, um, every week, like you just kinda kind of shake your head and just say, man, uh, please, like, there's only so much writing somebody can do. Um, <laughs> I know you get to throw in wrestling matches in between the, the segments, but, man, that's a lot of content you got to come up with. Can I, can I just, I, I know this is blasphemy, um, I'm going to make fun of All In real quick, because, like, How dare you. Think, about, think about the arenas that the WWE needs to fill up every week almost every day and there was this huge like from the independent wrestling community like you know haha all in sold out in like you know five minutes all the ten thousand seat arena but that's that's just like one day <laughs> like the effort that the wwe has to go in to make like they have to set up all these 10,000 seat arenas, you know, at least twice a week. Then there's the house shows. Like, and all of this writing needs to go into making a storyline for on a week to week basis that needs to fit into a storyline that goes from month to month. And and then there's something that's always on a slow build for the entire year. So it's I don't know. I I just Where did that come from? What how was that in your crawl? You're just thinking about that for a while, or no? I'm patting them out. I'm not mad at all. In I just think like you know we're we're talking about the writing and all the work that needs to go into that. Um, it's just it's something where I think the wrestling community like we don't give them enough credit uh, for all you know for all the effort it takes to to do those stories on a weekly basis and to have you know that that backing behind you to make sure that these shows well they're not all sold out. Um, Getting a lot of people to show up, you know, every year at yeah. the same event. You know, if you're if you live in Saginaw, Michigan, and you're a wrestling fan, 
all you ever see are the live events and you know that there's thousands of people that go to that to the same show every six months just to see the live event and it's it's still there's still somewhat of a storyline you know like when we watch the nxt live there's still a storyline for that night yeah um and you still gotta write that you gotta book it and everybody's gotta execute so i i, I that was on top of your point so that's what that that was about oh yeah um i mean yeah and relatively you know speaking it's a little bit fuck, fuck the bullet club oh. <laughs> i'm just kidding whoa <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That bullshit faction. Yeah, would fuck get Japan. By Undisputed Era. Yeah. And what? Roderick Strong. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's, yeah, let's change topics. Back. Let's yeah. let's pivot here. This is. It's actually pretty cool what they did, but uh, anyway. Oh. Uh, I mean, essentially, <laughs> Cody Rhodes just gave a name of a show and said, "We're doing this," and then just all his wrestling buddies said, "Yeah, we're doing it." It's like it's like super indie. I think it's super indie. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, no, I, it's a, it's a fantastic achievement. Um, it, like, what they have compared to, like, the resources that WWE has, you know, it's just, you can't even compare <laughs> it. It, it. There's, it, it's just something to nothing. Like, they literally have no resources, and it's just Cody Rhodes' money and his Twitter account that, that sold the show. Yeah. And if they if they did back to back shows for three straight nights, those all would have sold out, and half those shows would have just been the same people <laughs> showing up because they love it so much. Uh, but it would have been nice if they did that, you know, like uh, like in the old days when concerts would sell out, you'd have Journey do six straight nights in in Detroit because everybody wanted to see them. Uh, I would have liked to go see this all in show, but uh, you know, when you don't show up the first minute that the tickets are available. They sell out. Yeah, that tends to uh, happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean they could have. They 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 easily could have done. You know, they could have thought about doing like a football stadium, not have it sell out, but probably make a ton of money. Um, you know that 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 probably could have been their 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 story going forward. And it, it I I love Cody Rhodes or Cody and uh, the Bullet Club, and I I love I I love the idea that you know Matt and Nick Jackson keep teasing that they're coming to the wwe oh yeah <laughs> but you know i just i'm just saying like i know i know from the indie perspective and uh yep. you know part of our our advertising money will go into bringing people that watch the indies to listen to our podcast i just you know and and, and it's silly I'm, I'm i'm asking them to like think about what they're saying because the wwe does not need more like everybody wants growth but if you had to say who needs who needs the following, it's definitely Cody, uh, the Bullet Club, and everything they're doing on the indie side. Um, not with New Japan, everything on the indie side. You know, they, they need more coverage than the, than the WWE. But what I am asking is just to think about, you know, that idea that, you know, it, this is... There, there's still effort going in, and I, I complain about it, and I hate it. Yeah. I don't know. I need we need to move on. We've been talking about this for thirty minutes now. We we still have all of our let's talk about Braun Strowman, Mr. Monster in the Bank. Um that was I don't know if there's much more to say beyond that. Um well, he turned a ladder into a javelin. Uh he he God, what did he tell um 
What did he tell Finn Balor? He said something really funny. He's like, you put in a good fight for a little guy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's how, yeah, the way he did it, though. Like, that was, it was his cadence. You put in a good fight for a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I wanted him to give him, like, a little, you know, tussle his hair. But then uh, Finn, you know, comes back and slaps him, which I thought, that was also pretty sweet. I was, yeah. uh, like, for a, uh, what's the, uh... Uh, is it Samson and Goliath? Oh, is that? Oh, you didn't see the tweet then. Uh, it's Dave, oh, no. David and Goliath. Da- David and Goliath. Right, right, right. Because right, right. Finn Balor had that awesome tweet. He uh, he wrote David and Goliath, and then in the like the next line below that, he edited David so it looked like David, like his old Prince David character. Aww. Yeah. I don't know if he's he's gonna get fined for that from WWE or what, but. It was pretty slick. I hope not. Uh, I mean, he hasn't gotten in trouble for the uh, Finn Balor is, is over. Um, so hopefully he doesn't get in yeah. trouble for Prince David here. But um, I, You know, and these, these guys, they're all, they all own their own brand. I mean, it's, this, it's the same thing in, you know, the NBA and the NHL when those guys do their own promotions. Like, if they, if they need to do something to make sure that they're still getting Nike contracts, then I think the WWE uh, superstars should be allowed to tweet, you know, to make sure they get a better spot in the show I, I if they're getting fined for that that's a that's a poo-poo thing to do yeah i will say um you know as far as we, we keep talking about how tough it is to write this show every week how i'd say whoever is responsible for putting together braun Strowman stuff they're doing really well um you know and he, simple if he's lifting an ambulance or a truck or he's flipping a ring um or, you know, this week, he just he got two segments where he got to pummel some some wrestlers, and then he came out and pummeled some more uh, later in the show. Yeah. Um, no, he's, uh, like, it's, it's, I think his stuff is everything we wanted Roman to be four years ago. Everything we asked for. Yeah. And it just didn't, you know, it didn't happen. So now it's, now it's like, all right, let's try this again. And they have a really intimidating... Like, again, we've talked about it on multiple times on the show. We walked into Braun Strowman in an alley. I mean, you're dead. That's uh, that's the only thought you'd have. You probably... <laughs> you would just shit your pants because that happens when you die. So you just evacuate immediately and then just wait for death. The sweet, sweet embrace of death. Hopefully he makes it quick. Right. That's the only thing you can hope for. Yeah. You just ask, please, make it quick. Yeah, I might, I might be able to, like, slap his back really hard when he's squeezing the life out of me, but that, that's about <laughs> it. Um, but he, uh, um, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, like Roman Reigns. Talk you, about your 316. Yeah, you thump your Bible. Um, like how tough it is sometimes to get over, like, a terrible um, catchphrase or, like, a, a terrible gimmick you know, maybe terrible music, and you just got to kind of push through it and see if you can, you know, overcome those those kind of obstacles. Yeah. I, I'd say arguably Strowman, if you take a step back, he has a terrible finisher. It's just a power slam. It's not even a running power slam like the Bulldog had. It's just... I it's kind of... It's, he puts a step into it. It's kind of a like a bound and leap power slam. Yeah. It just looks it looks good because he's seven feet tall, but eh, I mean it's not that creative, right? 
I mean, his, yeah, his, catch, yeah, his catchphrase not... is kind of dumb. Get these hands. like it, Yeah, it's not a Styles Clash. Yeah, it, it sounds like, I don't know, like a, like a happy ending massage or something. Like, yeah. get these hands, you know? <laughs> um, I don't think his... His 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 clothing is flying off the shelves. You know that's always the argument. We we can't turn Roman. He sells T-shirts. Um, oh yeah, because I don't want to wear a T-shirt that says "Get these hands." Like I, I'm I feel like if I go to the mall, security's gonna come. You know? <laughs> get these hands. Come on, get them. <laughs> and then go running around the mall. Yeah, like I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna chase people. Come and get me. Them. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's just a black and white picture of Roman just or Strowman going. Rah! Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not working, uh, t-shirt-wise. The only thing I will say I do like is music, that, just him yelling out his name. Um, well, well, yeah, the, you talk, uh, you talk about your, you talk about your music, you talk about your thumping hands, um, like, when the music works, it gets everybody out of their seat and yelling. What works better than having Braun Strowman yelling before you like, and then you're just you're like you're a reaction. It's go, it's perfect. I don't think there is something that works as well as having Braun Strowman scream. Like if his character wasn't over, it probably wouldn't work. Then you just start booing when that happened, but it is over, so that now it's the perfect song. I'd say the only difference, like you know, when they do edits of the songs, you know, like Nakamura, you know, now it's like yeah an angry Japanese rap. I think in the yeah. future, the Braun yell should be the whole thing. And it should just be like a yell all the way, all the way down the ramp. <laughs> it should be like 30 seconds of him yelling. Um, just a war cry before he comes in to dismantle you. Um, you know, a la like Big E for the new day. You know, and he gets to start with this, Oh, like it should just be Braun with a microphone just running to the ring. Ah! <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be really terrifying. <laughs> Especially on nights like this week when he has multiple segments, you just get to hear him. Ah! <laughs> the, like the crowd would just be, you know, holy shitting every time, just whipping their heads around, be like. Oh my God! Here he comes! You know, I don't know. That's that's my two cents. Uh, I like it. Besides <laughs> that, on Monday Night Raw, uh, okay, you know what? Jinder Mahal had one of the matches of his life because he got to fight Seth Rollins. Yeah, uh, like you talk about how easy it is to write Braun Strowman. How easy is it to write Seth Rollins right now? Like, man, is he is he over? Like, that's another thing. Like, uh, for entrance music. Getting to chant along to get it started, that that is so much fun. I, I, I don't know about you, but even when I rewatch the episode, I'm still going, burn it down! Just <laughs> sitting on my couch in my living room. like That, that is so much fun to do. Yeah. Um. Um, but yeah, Mahal, great match. I mean, like that's the thing about this, this pet. Like, there isn't, I don't know, there isn't a lot to dissect this week, you know? Like, it's just, yeah, that was a good match. Um, you know, uh, like, how much fun... This is the question I wanted to ask you. I actually wanted to make the transition <laughs> into talking about this match, so I had this question planned. Okay. I was going to ask, uh, how excited are you for the uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins versus Elias and Jinder Mahal on Monday? 
Uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> like, did anything? Was anything more of a setup to that match than? Is it? Is like, it? Is it officially booked or just taking a? Mm. No, I'm not booking it right now. A heavily educated guess. This is not fantasy booking. This is whiny booking. So Jinder Mahal gets his rematch. Elias comes out to interfere. Then uh, Kurt Angle will come out and rebook the match as you know Roman Reigns comes in to help to help Seth Rollins. So that's there's your booking. Next Monday, it's uh it's ready to go. There you go, WWE. I I have the script right in front of me. I don't know if you need it. <laughs> Signed off by Triple H and Vince McMahon. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too bummed for this feud because you know you gotta. You gotta give. You got. You gotta give the Drifter somebody to tussle with. Um, and we kind of saw. You know, he had some pretty good matches. Um, Elias. Yeah. You remember he had to feud with Strowman briefly. He got to fight Cena for a little bit. Oh um, my God! Yeah, we're both huge fans of Elias. I. I, I hope the fans know that. Like this wow, is a this is a new segment that'll make me kind of wanna ooh yeah I don't want to miss that you know on Monday Night Raw um, yeah and, and we talked about these guys fighting a couple months ago because I made the comment like how great would it be if like while you're watching it if they dim the lights and you and they both came out with long pants no shirt and then you had to figure out who was who like. <laughs> <laughs> just have those two guys going at it yeah yeah because i also wanted the return of damian sandow so then they could have started a faction Ooh, yeah <laughs> just three guys that kind of look the same i'm i'm pretty pumped to see uh like elias i'd say he's in that top three of heels i put him up there with miz and kevin owens like as far as just yeah. just playing the crowd like a fiddle um you know kind of getting some applause because they appreciate the work but still being a, a slime ball of enough where you end up doing the job you're you're paid for and getting booze yeah and, and he's he's definitely right now the 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 superstar in waiting for uh um what do i want to call it you know get getting those those title shots like i think i think they know they have something there so they just want to hold on to him so that they can well, like, you know, have, you have know other feuds. wrestling, it, it requires two to tango. So, like, Johnny Gargano is, like, the biggest baby face on NXT. So whoever beats him up, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, that's that's going to elevate you as a heel. Obviously, there's more depth to it because of their history as a tag team. But it just makes both guys look like a, you know, en enhances both of their characters. So if you want Elias to kind of get out of that gray area, this is a really good idea. You know, make him yeah. the heel against, you know, the the most popular person on their three-hour program, who's, I'd say, right now more popular than Braun, which is pretty tough to do. Because Seth can't lean on, you know, tipping over a, you know, a hot dog stand onto a bunch of kids or something. He's, you know, he's just got to rely on being super athletic instead of, you know, powerfully strong. Uh, yeah, he he's definitely back in that zone of uh, like where he was when when he had the title. Like every match was just. Uh, remember the the feuding with John Cena and he was grabbing the U.S. title and he had like John Stewart on his side like that. That was amazing and it was so heartbreaking to you know when he gets he gets hurt and that like derailed everything. But now now I think he's back in that you know the second he loses uh, his title like it's 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 gonna be universal championship all the way. You know what's funny too is um, 
when they talk about the greatest tag teams of all time. And they always put the Shield in there. Yeah. It's not that they weren't a great tag team. It's just like, man. Like, Seth Rollins had to share the spotlight with those other two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And we love yeah. we love Dean, and we understand that, you know, Roman's a talented guy, but, man, now he's like the, the best singles guy they have. Um, was he less athletic and interesting back then? Probably not. Uh, so, <laughs> man, um, that was a couple years of his career that he, you know, uh, uh, donated to tag team wrestling instead of you know like now he's he's you know the biggest draw on you know out of the six hours of programming we get every week six seven hours yeah i mean they they could give him 60 minutes every week and that that would be fine and i think he'd love it too like that that's the thing like when you you know we've talked about the last few weeks about some guys that we don't know if they really even love what they're doing uh seth just God, he, he loves it. He loves the fans. If you see him interact with fans on Twitter, and then they post pictures and videos of them interacting, like he 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 loves having like wrestling fans love him. I I just like that that thing where he swings the belt around like that is such a like it's a it's so him, and it's it's such a like thank you you know like to the fan like it's here you go here's your, <laughs> here's your twirling belt woo. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you know what, fun. too, is uh, it, exactly, like, tying into what you're saying, um, part of his entrance when he comes out and does that big punch, yeah, there's a lot of ferocity in his, uh, his entrance, like, that punch probably would hurt, like, it looks like the same kind of torque that, you know, Sami Zayn used to tear his shoulder out when he first tried to debut on Monday Night Raw, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> And it's just because of what you're saying. You know, it's that enthusiasm. He's like, he's he's there. He's ready to kick ass. Um, you know, and he's not necessarily getting, you know, closing out Monday Night Raws. He's, you know, right. usually segment two or three. Um, and it's the most electricity you get crowd-wise, you know, out of that three-hour program. So, I don't know. He's, well, let me... he's doing it right. I had a. Uh, I realized that we we did have a huge thing to talk about, uh, especially regarding Monday Night Raw, and I totally forgot to throw it down. Um, but you know, we're we're talking about Seth Rollins, him moving on after he loses his title to go for the, the Universal Championship. Um, the story that's out there, reported by Dave Meltzer, is Brock Lesnar isn't returning until SummerSlam. Okay. What? Like, what is this? Like, like, are we gonna have to watch Roman Reigns fight Jinder Mahal, or are we gonna see? I mean, is this is this turning into number one contenders match? Uh, I I like. Was that it for Brock? Like, is, is that this is you know like, that'll be the end of it? It will be SummerSlam, uh, you right? Know, it has to be. Um um, I, I'm so tuned out. From that belt um but like we're talking about guys that we're so excited about with like braun finn seth like they're building they're building something up here for this main event roster yeah that once brock loses the title to roman reigns eventually <laughs> like that's gonna be so much fun to see all those guys going at it and especially once seth or finn get the title seeing them go and start feuds over roman reigns starting feuds that's gonna be amazing yeah, it's. I just. 
the reason it, it doesn't it doesn't pique my interest is it it's just I'll believe it when I see it. Um, they 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 don't care. They don't care about who, you know, who's next. It, it's it's just Brock's. So yeah. I don't know what they wrote into his contract. He just gets to have this until he decides to. Uh, it's almost like it's as bad. It, it seems like it's as bad as like the Hulk Hogan rules when he could pick who he loses to. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't have any basis for that. It's just it just seems that way. Like that's the that's the main belt gone. Just. Not even defended, not talked about. Nobody's, you know, that's that's missed opportunities every week, every pay per view, every build. You know, like who could be feuding next for it? Just not even an issue. Not even not talked about. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan. Remember when he got hurt and they said, "All right, you got to forfeit the title because you, you can't defend it within a month." Like, we're not going to see Brock for many months. SummerSlam isn't in June or July. It's not. It's like the end of August. It's it's yeah. it's almost yep. September, right? It's like uh, they call it the last party of the summer for you know that reason. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of checked out with that title. It 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 doesn't move the needle. It's if if they don't care about it, I don't care about it. So I'm I'm probably not going to pay attention until it's officially off of Brock. I'm, yeah, I like the way you put that. Yeah, I'm I'm out. Um, well, let's uh let's let's touch on uh uh. Real quick, um, I guess the money in the bank is set, except for knowing which New Day member uh, is going to be heading heading into the match now that Samoa Joe won. Um, how, how do you feel right now? Like, if you had to put... I know... You know where I'm standing. Yes. Um, it's Big E all the way. So I already know Big E is, is going to be in the money in the bank. Um, well, he's the most credible wrestler of the three. Even though, like Xavier's, every every time he's battled, in the, you know, the past couple months, he's looked really good. Yeah. Um, his little somersault what? clotheslines and his discus forearms and his kamehamehas. I mean, those are all those are all pretty well, fun. You're not, you're not picking Xavier. Who who you got? Who are you? Who's your who's your guy? Because we also have to uh, we have to give a, a you know promo to what what our big bet is going to be because now my fiance is really excited to participate in it but go ahead what <laughs> um so i you you get big e and it'll be really funny if xavier woods uh ends up being the selection because that means i still get the field so you get a <laughs> you get a cake i just face. eliminated yep <laughs> you get a big hog-shaped cake right in your face nope um but yeah, we'll we'll go over what that is in a second. So you're just you're just picking the field. You don't want to give. Uh... No, I don't want to nobody... change that. You're giving me those odds. I'm, I'm taking the field over. I'm not asking you to Big change e. the bet. No, I'm not asking you to change the bet. I'm asking. <laughs> what are you asking? I'm asking. Matt? I just said what you, and the money in the bank. Who like what are you looking at? What are you? What are your thoughts on now that we have the full roster ready to go for the match? What are your early thoughts? You don't have to officially give a pick, but. What what are you thinking right now? You know you don't you don't have the balls that I do to pick Big E, but you know it's not balls to it. be a madman. You're just you're, <laughs> there's there's no logic. There's there's just nothing. There's nothing behind this this pick. Um, what do I think? Uh, I still think it's gonna be a heel. Um, I'm I'm less confident about the Miz winning because he doesn't need it. Um. We haven't actually seen him do anything 
super important as far as being a title holder. I'm, I'm leaning more now towards Samoa Joe. Um, especially if AJ just keeps winning this feud. Somebody's got to take the belt off the face. And who better to do that than his former TNA running partner, Samoa Joe. Um, I, that actually would be a, a pretty great uh, feud for a little bit. And it wouldn't make Vince upset because he's never watched an episode of TNA, so he doesn't even know what's happening. Um, he just knows that there's these two guys that make him money, um, apparently. Um, any any chance we see like a heel turn from you know someone like uh, Finn Balor or maybe Bobby Roode finally turns heel? Uh, it won't be of consequence. Like those two guys are not winning Money in the Bank. Um, All right, I, I wouldn't Fine. worry about that. Although. Thanks, Mike. Although, <clears throat> one <laughs> one compelling storyline would be, you know, they keep refusing to give Finn Balor a chance. If he yeah. won Money in the Bank and said, you know what, I'm not I'm not sneaking in. I'm using this goddamn briefcase right now because I want to fight Brock Lesnar and I want that title. That would be a hell of a moment for him. Yeah. Um. It's not going to happen, because uh, it's going to go to a heel. But, <laughs> it, it, right. you know, we can imagine. You know, we can fantasy book all we want. We can put on WWE 2K18 and just imagine what would happen. Um, <laughs> might have to turn down the difficulty settings a little bit, because Finn won't be able to get any of his offense to work. But, just imagine. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, uh, so it'll be, next week we, we have to do our official, or no, I guess... No, we have we have two weeks before we need our official yeah. Money in the Bank preview. Um, I just I'm looking at this card right now, and it it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a long night. Um, it always I is mean, with WWE. Yeah, I'm wondering like probably the SmackDown tag title match will get pushed to the the pre-show, but even that I'm excited for. Like I, I still love the Bludgeon Brothers. We haven't really given them. We've no sold them for the last month. Um, <laughs> Like, tech team wrestling in general, we haven't really talked about. Yeah, uh, like that—that's gonna be fun. I—I I, I still Mella is money to me. I, I love everything she does on SmackDown. We kind of no sold that this week too. Yep. Um, I'm excited to. How see did we no sell Naomi versus Lana in a dance off? Yeah. How how did we? <laughs> like this. Um. <laughs> uh, we're Moving almost on. pushing an hour. We haven't even touched on the only good part of WWE programming. Well, we're going to have to miss it this week. God damn it. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we talked about we talked a little about NXT already. Um, but, yeah, we, we had... I don't know what my I favorite thought... moment was from NXT. I can, like, from Raw and SmackDown combined, out of five hours, I could say, well, you know, Seth Rollins was on TV. Um, yeah. Like NXT I mean, you gave love, us, you love NXT so much you can't pick your favorite. Is what you're saying? Yeah, like Gargano came out in a very confusing segment and just interrupted EC3's match for no reason. Uh, <laughs> and put a contract I in front reaction, of. Though. He put a yeah, because they're gonna set he up was a just feud. Like, what? What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> I. I, I made the same face as EC3. What the? F <laughs> I'm still mad at Fake Gargano for not talking to us at Disney World. So I. He's everybody's face except mine. I, I hate him. I can't wait for EC3 to yep. pummel him. I'm hoping Ciampa ends his career six, at TakeOver. Six foot five. Giant he wasn't six foot five. That was him. 
Gargano, big turd. So you can feud with Roderick Strong. I'm feuding with fake Gargano for ruining real Gargano. Wait. Ah. 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 <laughs> um, can you, can someone explain, though? Like, Gargano just said, I'm going to fight Ciampa. Here's my contract. Uh, Regal's not here, so Morrow, if you see him, here's my contract. So Morrow is now a stand-in GM. Yeah. Wouldn't you give him that job? I would. I, you know, I, I, he's, I don't know. He was the. Mamma mia! Yeah. I don't know how he became the, you know, de facto GM. I guess it's pretty cool for him to get a second job, but. I I tweeted out this week while watching NXT that not to play the Mamma Mia, uh, drinking game, uh, as that was he. It was definitely his favorite thing to say this week. Uh, <laughs> it, it might be bordering on, <laughs> being overused, but. No. <laughs> when you use it three times in one show. Oh, Mamma Mia. That's how good NXT is. You can use Mamma Mia three times, <laughs> but on three hours of Monday Night Raw, you wouldn't use it once. Aww. Not once. Um, I mean, yeah, like, you, we, are, you are all in, aren't you? I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> NXT is taking over my TV. Uh, no, I, I even love the Lars Sullivan and Aleister Black promo because the whole time I was closing my eyes while Lars was talking, uh, not because I don't want to see his weird-looking body, but because he sounds just like... I thought you say because like, I don't want to see his weird-looking head. <laughs> he sounds just like Hulk Hogan in his, his promos. I was waiting for Lars to go, Listen here, Mean Gene. Like, <laughs> the whole time... What you gonna if you, do? If, yeah, if you haven't had an opportunity to go back and listen to that promo... Do it with your eyes closed and just picture Alistair talking to Hulk Hogan because that is what's happening. Lars Sullivan needs to put on a shirt and get a call up to the main roster because he, he could do those backstage promos. And then they need to re-sign Mean Gene. Just, just, just put once. him back just for Lars Sullivan. For one week no, have it, like Like how Paul Heyman has Brock Lesnar, Lars Sullivan will have Mean Gene. No one else will have Mean Gene. But he'll get to say... <laughs> At the start of his promos, listen here, Mean Gene, and then he'll just, you know, tear apart Alistair Black. It, it was, like, it wasn't a great promo, but it was the most fun I had listening to a Lars Sullivan promo because that was when I I'm finally gonna, realized. I'm gonna say that, as far as Raw, SmackDown, NXT, the one consistency between those three shows, they're all doing a terrible job of <laughs> selling the main belt. Um, Brock not even on TV, AJ and knock you know if you want to use uh who was that uh michael cole calling him knock um you know they just punch each other in the nuts and this week alistair's promo with takeover two weeks away goes basically his promo was i don't have a feud yet so then lars came out and said now you do ah! so no build it's just it's, they nothing give us anything we don't is that your Lars song? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're just feuding because uh, I I don't I don't know they just it, it was I, I, it's it's as much back padding as we do for NXT. What what are they doing? No 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 build nothing. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean now it's a it's a nothing title match now. So they they did the same thing that you said, you know, with the universal title. They don't put any effort into it, um, and it's it's. And it basically it know, just Lars... means it just means Lars is not going to come out on top. Yeah, 
yeah, Lars is powerful, but he's still pretty clunky. Um, you know, like if if he's just running, uh, uh, uh like, like uh, what he did with Velveteen and Ricochet, like if he can just go through and be the power wrestler, he he looks fun. But you know, when he's got to do a solo match, and it's it's not just about knocking two little guys down for for fifteen minutes, and it's about you know, combos and roll-ups and you know just just making it look like a pro wrestling match yeah you know we'll probably see why this isn't getting a huge push but it, it's good to see lars is getting that shot because uh, i think i think they need to keep selling him as like that upper echelon you know what what does this power mean well it means you get a title shot uh so that that's that's good uh but he'll definitely probably come back down he'll probably be the next guy to hold the the north american title after adam cole gets pushed to the main event but yeah um i mean that's that's probably still a year away yeah I, you know the one thing i did like um you know it means that lars is going to get a, a prominent spot on the card he hasn't really had you know a big big money match yet so you know give him a shot yeah um then well, again, yeah, if, you wanna, was awesome this... if you want to, if you want to put him over, you know, put him, put him against, you know, one of the biggest guys in the company, and Alistair. Um, and yeah. then the one cool moment I liked was, you know, Maro talks up, "Oh, look at the size and power of him!" And he got to uh, catch a black mass kick, which visually was pretty, pretty cool. You know, to see that big guy be, you know, quick about it, have a little agility, um, yeah. a little awareness. That was pretty neat. Um, but I'd say, man, it's so tough. Like, I, I really love this episode of NXT. I don't know what I liked more, the the Dream, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet segment, or Nikki Cross. Um, <laughs> in one episode, she's just barely been on TV for months. Her yeah. tag team buddies got drafted to SmackDown, have just not even made a single, haven't even stepped foot. Not even in Gorilla. They're, they're nowhere to be seen. Um... <laughs> Nikki Cross gave one, like, Mickey to Rocky speech a, f- a couple weeks ago to Dakota Kai. And that's been it. And this week, she makes her return. Uh, intimidates the most intimidating woman on the roster. Scampers up, steals her belt, runs back into the ring, uses it as bait. Then, books herself in a title match. Then, books yeah. her best buddy as the referee... Then she puts a finisher on the most intimidating woman on the roster, gets a three count, and becomes champion. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Which all didn't really happen, but it, it was it was really fun to watch. I, I I loved I loved that so much because the Dakota Kai stuff was so confusing to see someone so scared of who they're gonna fight. Yeah. Um like it, it wasn't like an Undertaker kind of scared where you're looking at the phenom and you're like, Oh, there's lightning and stuff and I I know he's been here for a hundred years. Yeah. You know, this was just like Dakota's like, I'm gonna get my ass fucking beat <laughs> Like that kind of scared. Like this I I do not it, belong it hit in the a little, ring. Yeah, it hit That's a little too close weird. to home. Like it's just ooh yeah. this, this this is too real. Yeah. Yeah, so like for it you know, now now we get to see something where I was like really excited. And I, I, I can honestly say I've I, I I never like I I don't hate Nikki Cross, but I, I wouldn't say I was like the biggest fan. Oh I am. probably because of how it, it was because of how long she was off T V. But that's all it took for me to get excited. Like I was just like, Alright, I'm all in Or, you know, I shouldn't say all in now that's there's, it's probably trademarked at this point, so we got to pay a hundred bucks every time we say all in. <laughs> um, she's uh, she's so wild-eyed though. Like, 
Uh, Dakota and Shayna, it almost looked like this whole segment was improvised. Like she was just screaming, Title match right now! We're gonna do a title match! And, yeah, like, Dakota's like, What? what? Is that, we're really doing that right now? Yeah, like okay. Dakota, she gets an A-plus for her acting skills, or this was just made up on the cuff. Because I, I don't think anyone... It, did, it didn't look like anyone knew. What? What are you... Stop it. This is... <laughs> This isn't this isn't a house no. sh- this isn't a house show. This is this is the recorded one. No, it's time Nick. for a title match. I'm gonna do it right now. You're the referee and I'm the face and you're the heel. Let's get it on Like I think Nikki also could have like dove out of the ring and rang the bell herself and then ran back in and <laughs> to fight Shane Baszler. <laughs> um I don't know, I, I just I loved it so much because she she's never really she's had a few title matches. I think she's in some like fatal four ways. Um yeah. She's never actually got to hold the belt before, so, you know, I think it's a cool way to, you know, kickstart a feud. Um, yeah. I mean, in one but in one I, night, I we say, did two we did two quick, short builds. Yes, yes, that's what I was going to say. We're, we're talking again out of both sides of our mouths, so it's it's okay for Nikki Cross to do this, but <laughs> that damn Aleister Black and Lars, think, what a bullshit I think, promo. I think the only, well, you know, Aleister, <laughs> it's like he literally came out and said, I don't have a feud yet. At least, yeah. at least Nikki, like, she, you know, she had one segment with Dakota Kai. I mean, this is pretty indefensible. I mean, yeah, yeah no, it is I, a little hypocritical, gonna, but, yeah. I'm just going to say that we're, we're full You know, it's really cool to do a feud in five minutes. You know? yeah, <laughs> and we did a title-changing hands. We, we did a feud really and a title change. Like, we ask for innovation. I think uh, NXT nailed it here. When you set up a feud in the last segment of NXT two weeks before... <laughs> I mean, yeah, we essentially saw Crash Holly run in and cash in, like, a hardcore title match against Hardcore Holly. That's what we saw. Uh, yeah. It's beautiful, though. Like, I, I'll fully admit we're, we're hypocrites, but that, that worked. Uh, you know, the Lars, for me, it worked only because I realized that Lars sounds like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. From the macro perspective, it's kind of silly. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you figure, you know, Alistair, maybe he needed a little bit of a vacation uh, after, you know, his, his great WrestleMania NXT run. I, I forget what we call that besides it just being NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Uh, but, yeah, like, I don't know where, where I'm going with this, but... Um, <laughs> What what was Mike? We this feud has been building for a lot longer uh, than the the championship feuds, uh, and I it got such a like hard line through the T, a, a massive dot over the I. Um, this feud just is going to be so much fun, and I hope it actually goes past NXT Takeover. Ricochet, Velveteen oh, Dream. Oh man, you and I love Velveteen Dream. Uh, Ricochet has won us over so quickly, and when when you, like this is this has actually got those elements of of real uh, to it, where you, you know Velveteen was tweeting out uh, weeks ago, like new guys get signed, they get pushed right up to the top of the roster, yep. and here I am fighting for my spot. So that is what these promos sound like, and then Ricochet with his balls hanging out. <laughs> capitalizes that promo just doing that amazing flip doing a a superhero landing straight out of deadpool and then walks up 
to Velveteen Dream and it's like prove it. Yeah. Like I I can do anything you can do and God, you know, I know it wasn't improvised, I know that was part of the shtick, but how great would it be if like Ricochet in his head was like, you know what? Fuck Velveteen Dream and then he just does that. <laughs> I know that's not what's that, that you know this is all part of the story and yeah. you know Ricochet loves making money, but what if, you know like if that is the story and Ricochet's just like fuck this I'm a hundred times better than any of those guys back there and that's what that's what he does uh, like what a great story to to have going forward yeah <laughs> I mean um like Ricochet uh, I don't know what you want to touch on. Like, the besides him and Velveteen Dream touching on each other. Like, they... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, what I what I tried to mention this week, too, um, like, the, the Jobbers did a really good... Um, really good job of doing the job. Uh, <laughs> I, I stopped myself because I'm like, wait, I'm going to use this word three times in one sentence. Uh, this, this Chris Dijak? 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 Um... Yeah. He was just there to get Ricochet over, you know, in a squash. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's one thing to see Strowman just flatten, you know, like a James Ellsworth. But, you know, DJ was actually able to, I'm going to use every pronunciation of that I can. Um, so Chris Dayak, he uh, <laughs> fluidly <laughs> did a suicina reversal of Ricochet. Like, Ricochet was trying to dive through the ropes, and he, Dijak, turned that into a choke slam onto the ring apron and killed him. Uh, then he transitioned that into a springboard elbow drop. And then yeah. the match only swung because he went for a moonsault to try and kill Ricochet. Um, <laughs> so all that is impressive, right? Yeah. But somehow Ricochet still outdid that. So Ricochet, who's a buck 95, deadlifted 265-pound Dijak. Oh, my God, yeah. A deadlift into a suplex. Uh, god damn! Like, uh, if Velveteen Dream, you know, claims he can outdo that, I, woof, I can't wait to see what he's got planned for that match. Um, yeah, like you mentioned that uh, Springboard 360, where he just boing, uh, he could have walked up the ramp, and instead he did it with you know tremendous flair. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't wait to see these guys wrestle. Um. And, well, and Dream has Dream has continued my my uh, uh, theory that this is the WWE's version of the Golden Lovers because Dream again uh, made mention of and you know what you're up there Ricochet you and your beautiful face and I'm like yes yeah. they're gonna kiss it's gonna happen <laughs> um, well I I tweeted out during uh, while I was watching the match I, I said are are they gonna be allowed to put this on TV like. <laughs> This, this is a different kind of pay-per-view. They... Yeah, this is yeah, like this channel is 565, be... I think it is. Yeah. The, the is adult programming. Late night showtime? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'll be 59.95 just for that match. Um, and the setting, it'll be an in-your-house, literally. <laughs> they'll be in the actual house that they used to, to use in the old pay-per-views. And it'll just be the two of them. They get in a little bit of an argument, um, you know, as one would in in a uh, in a late night showtime program, <laughs> uh, and then uh, you know they'll have to resolve their issues, um, you know, with passionate love making. Think, yeah, however they can think to solve those issues, whatever, whatever comes to mind. <laughs> you know what I really like about this storyline is it doesn't. It's not just that you know it's going to be 
probably a couple. I I would, you know, at least a couple takeovers. Um, yeah. You could even see them, you know, kind of teaming up at some point and being a fascinating tag team. Um, yeah. You know, a la Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Um, I don't know. Like this, it, it's it's something where you can. You know, sometimes you can tell it's just the storyline being booked. You know, like Alistair Black and uh, <laughs> Lars Sullivan. This really seems like two guys in the back. Like, man, every every preference, like preface statement about these two, it just sounds a little ambiguous. So these two guys are in the back room, you know, planning and talking to each other. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> like I'm really excited to see what they create for us. Um, yeah. And, you know, Ricochet is not even the best, um, you know, like, most talented microphone dude. But it's just, just something you can kind of see in his eyes. Like, he's 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 ready to take down Velveteen Dream. And again, every statement now sounds like they're going to make love. <laughs> <laughs> um, it all sounds like that's what he said. We're, we're just moments away from. Um this takeover is going to be again the best takeover since the last takeover. I can't I can't wait for some of these feuds. Um, last thing I want to touch well, on because I know we're we're pushing an hour again. Um, yeah. And it's just something I don't know if you took the time to watch it, but they gave um, they actually gave time to Bianca Belair to tell her backstory. Oh yeah, I uh, I thought you were going to talk about two hundred five live. And it's but... well. Yeah, I know uh, Buddy actually had a pretty pretty sweet match. Um, I thought that, like, I, I tweeted to you, or I texted you, I was like, holy crap, the SmackDown crowd actually got on their feet. But tell your Bianca. No, I mean, it, it's, you know, it wasn't over the top, you know, where she's, you know, had to overcome, I don't know, like, genocide or anything like that. It's just, you know, she just said she was kind of coasting through life, kind of floundering and... Um, she was good at everything she tried, so she didn't have to try very hard, and then, you know, she was living an average life with degrees that she, um, um, acquired, you know, through college that she worked for, and she had a pretty good job, and then she just said, no, I, you know, I really liked being an athlete, you know, then she started getting a CrossFit, and she kind of discovered this passion for, um, you know, being athletic in front of people and entertaining, um, and decided to go into wrestling. So comparatively, she's talked about all these other women who've you know been on the indie scene for a long time, and she just said, "No, I, I, you know, I just came in ice cold. This is this is my first foray into wrestling, and it kind of had you know tied into her cocky character. And she's like, you know, I'm already this far along, and I've only been doing this for like a year and a half. So I'm I'm going to be the best woman in the division. You know, I'm the I'm the strongest. I got the best look." I'm more athletic than you. I'm going to be the next champion. And then they showed, you know, the clips of her um, gorilla pressing, Candice LeRae. Um, yeah. They showed a bunch of, um, uh, like, highlights from her collegiate career, from her high school career, you know, winning track meets and, um, like, weightlifting competitions, stuff like that. Um, I was already I was already interested in her because of that, uh, Candice LeRae match, um, you know, prior to that when she, um, she had cameos in the, uh, Mae Young Classic. So I, 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 you know, as far as 
you know, they talk about who could who could credibly fight somebody else in the ring. That's why they don't they don't like putting Brock versus Finn Balor. They they probably don't want Brock versus Daniel Bryan. Um, I know they like giving Shayna Baszler, you know, run with the belt because she looks like the champion. You know what I mean? She's a you know a broad, you know, muscular, yeah. strong, tough yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I know it'd be tough right now because they're both heels, but as far as somebody having that look, you know, that Charlotte Flair look. Um, you know that that Nia look, the Rousey look. Belair definitely has that look, and it doesn't look like she has um, you know, any issue as far as confidence or you know if she has to cut a promo. I think she's gonna be a she's a, a major addition to that roster, and that I think that backstory was it was a it was a pretty clever way to get help get her over and make her look important um, to the NXT audience. So. I don't know, I just wanted to applaud that. That's it's just another another wrinkle, another uh, positive from whoever produces yeah. that show every week. No, it was it was a good idea. I I I might have um I don't know, like uh, they they do they took a risk there by mentioning how little she's been involved in the program because sometimes you get the indie wrestling fans you know catch on that and then they they want to tear you apart so that 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 to me i i actually heard her you know when, when that becomes part of the conversation i kind of go whoa wow they're gonna try this out yeah um but the real test for her will be in the ring um if, you know whether or not she's holding the mic or she's having another battle because uh, she she did show off uh power against candace uh you know we got to see her you know go that that next step and I, I i do remember that match the one thing that kept bugging me was the same thing like when you were talking about ronda rousey's pants uh she had to keep pulling pants out of her butt crack um you know with her with her long hair is is really cool and it sets her apart but it did definitely get in the way uh you know, like i would say i was gonna say more than once but that's an understatement that that was almost on every drop in the ring her hair was getting in the way so we'll just have to, you know, see how that goes uh, going forward. And yeah, you know, like I said, the real test for her will be uh, those promos in the ring. Yeah, because that's 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 something that you know I think Nia Jax proved this week that she still is having trouble doing because she couldn't think of armbar. Um, and I, I legit that was not part of the show. I don't know if you saw that uh, when Nia Jax was like, "What's that move you do?" Um, like she legit forgot armbar. <laughs> That was not. That was not her making fun of Ronda Rousey. Oh man, she um, uh, she Bobby Lashley'd up there. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, F you, Sammy Zayn. This is really <laughs> nice what you've done. Uh, I'm gonna halluva kick your your teeth out or whatever. Don't. Oh no, don't please. Oh, Sammy. <laughs> Woohoo, Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> You're so funny, Sammy. I can't not talk and smile. Because I'm Bobby. I'm Bobby, <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah quick, quick shout out to 205 Live. That match, uh, you know, Buddy and Cedric put on a hell of a show. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything that, you know, you, you need to give a call out to, because that is something if you watch it week to week, the fans sit on their hands, they don't care, and they just want to go home. Which is, is silly, because you're getting free wrestling. You'd think if you paid money to watch wrestling that you'd be excited for it. Yeah. But, so that that's just, you know, what happens generally with that, that program. Um, but 
but the fans got involved. Yeah. They were, you know, chanting, this is awesome, fight forever, in a 205 Live match. And they, they really could have fought forever. I, if, you, if you're a wrestling fan, you haven't given your, yourself uh, an opportunity to watch that yet, go in there, watch that match. That was a hell of a fight. Um, and, I, you know, that was stiff. Yeah. That was, were you, that Matt, was were two you, guys were you that... Stiff? I was stiff, yeah. <laughs> Every stiff hit they gave, I was getting more stiff. I like that. That was that was fun to watch, and I, I think Murphy is now you know as long as he can stay under two hundred five, if that is legitimately what they're doing, um, I, I think this this could actually be a feud that goes on for a while, and I think he's he's legitimized himself as a two hundred five live competitor. Um, yeah, I just. You know, if there's something to be learned, like the 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 first match, which was the tag match, I, I just that was still you know that was still pretty good, but there, there's something like how they book these two matches where it just seems kind of jokey. It seems too um, what's the word? Uh, you know, like the old Spider-Man movies where they you, you just had too much of the 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 people in New York getting involved you know um campy there we go it's uh it's too campy um if and then like the complete opposite comes out there with cedric and buddy and and the fans loved it and i i think i think they nailed it um you know when they were doing the cruiserweight tournament yeah. the cruiserweight championship tournament like that was exactly what we asked for we needed something the this show needs to be purely um sport like it needs it we can get away from the campiness it, this show will be successful when it's just about wrestling uh that means people are going to watch it and that means the fans will get excited and i think the the tournament is when fans got excited and when the show was good and now that the tournament was over we were kind of like well what do we do with 205 live now just have the matches be you know 40 minutes to a half hour long like this was and have have it be two guys that really want to win, and that's how you make this look like a sport. Uh, I applaud it. Two hundred five live, fantastic job, Mike. I'm not sure if you watched it, but uh, for everybody out there, if you haven't seen it, give yourself, you know, g- give it the twenty minutes to a half hour. It's, it was a great, great story in the ring. Very stiff. I'm stiff right now. I'm stiff. Still thinking about Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. Um, with that, Matt, we're pushing an hour and a half now. Yuck. Ew. Um, well, yeah, uh, uh, everybody, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we're going to, one of these days, we're, we're not going to go this long. I really thought today would be the day because we had nothing to talk about. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> it's probably possible. <laughs> we just, we're not that good yet. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll throw the deets out there and ride off into the sunset. Matt, where can you find... That's- just in case, if you fast-forwarded through the beginning, let's try to hit them one B- more time. Yeah, BODpodcast.com. That is BODpodcast.com. Get all the new blogs. Get the new podcast episodes. Get the old ones. Get the classics. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Don't forget to uh, tell your friends to join the faction. Uh, they can join the faction by joining our, our Facebook group. Uh, or if you want to be the first person to uh send us a comment through bodpodcast.com you just go to the comments section contact us let us know what you're what we're doing what's what's right what's wrong what would you like to see more of what would you like to see or hear less of any of that stuff 
go ahead let us know at bodpodcast.com yeah let us let us know which setting you want me to use for my velveteen dream ricochet fan fiction sex romp i'm gonna write um but yeah my name is michael (laughs) um matt what is your name it's matt oh yeah uh thanks for coming and we don't really get a fresh nakamura this week so instead i'm just gonna say ricochet you and that beautiful face prove it (laughs) all right see ya